check in live on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Some years ago, when I made a shore garden down in Richtown on Mount Desert Island, I would work in a goodly amount of rockweed every season. Ascophyllum nodosum, as it's known in Latin, was readily available washed up on the pebble beach a couple of hundred feet away, and I would just collect it into a wheelbarrow and roll it up to scatter over the garden plot. At the time, no controversy existed about the collection of rockweed. Neither the Rockweed Coalition nor the State of Maine's first management plan for rockweed was in the picture, because increased harvesting of the olive green seaweed was many years away. In 2001, Maine's harvest of rockweed was estimated at 4.7 million pounds, with a value of roughly $84,000. The 2010 harvest was estimated at 8.7 million pounds, with a value of about $175,000. In other words, within 10 years, the harvest had nearly doubled. No licensing existed for rockweed harvesting 30-some years ago when I was gathering the stuff for my garden. Now, however, a seaweed harvesting license costs $58 for Maine residents and $230 for non-residents. I remember finding little various varieties of animal sea life in the rockweed, such as periwinkles, sea urchins, and snails. Many of these I would remove from the seaweed down on the shore and return to the water, the periwinkles I would keep to roast on a driftwood fire. Ultimately, I was certainly aware of the home that rockweed provided for Gulf of Maine life, 33 species having been linked to their seaweed habitat, according to marine biologists. Yesterday afternoon, I was reflecting on those garden preparations of years gone by as I drove out to Herman for an alternative to rockweed. My flights in Trenton had been grounded for the day, owing to the low ceilings, drizzle, and fog, so I had some time to finally catch up with our garden up in Orono. I'd been feeling a little guilty about getting such a late start on things this year, so I was glad when the rain stopped for a while and the weather seemed good enough to make a run for manure. Dairy farmers are becoming fewer and fewer in the state of Maine these past 30 years, but I've been lucky to become acquainted with some of the ones who are left. This is important for my inland garden because hauling rockweed from the coast is not really practical for me anymore. So I've reverted to one of the fundamentals of my German ancestors and for years have settled into using cow manure to help create fertile garden plots. Like so many perennial events, dressing the garden in cow manure is composed of many parts, not the least of them being those elements of socialization, which include the exchange of local, regional, and worldviews. These and more, my dairy farmer and I are entertained by the side of his tractor after he had loaded my pickup truck with a couple of bucket loads of brownish-black gold, the fertilizer that makes my garden grow. Every year we catch up on how our families are doing, how business is faring in a struggling economy, and how so many things have changed since the times we were young. Possibly the most important result of our once-a-year visit with one another is seeing the absolute groundedness and interconnectivity of some things as we stand there on the farm, perhaps the last great refuge of self-sufficiency left in today's world. From Orono, Maine, have a great day.
Keep your eyes clear